and more Autobots join Optimus Prime. Cup reminds me of the battle on Beta 4. Hot Rod. Watch my smoke. Blur. Now you don't. And these are the new Decepticons, the evil Cyclonus. I'm spoiling for a fight. And Scourge. No one escapes the sweet. But soon, a new Autobot leader will arrive, introducing Rodimus Prime. No one can take on the Decepticons like Rodimus Prime. The Transformers. The Transformers, each sold separately from Hasbro. And here we go. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. works very small man can cast a very large shadow this <laughs> does put a smile on my face once more the sith will rule the galaxy You are on the Sith list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 99, the Wayne Gretzky episode <laughs> of the Sith list. I'm your host, Araj Dolachahi, and my co-pilots for this 99th adventure, the young, the restless, the bearded one, Carlos Borgoyo. The man we call Crunch Crunch, but he did behave himself this last time in the theater when we watched Jurassic World. <laughs> he wasn't behaving himself during the previews, but he was just doing that to fucking irk me on purpose. Less is... Mark Messier. See, we're, we're shooting out some hockey terms, and I don't think all of our listeners know oh, what we're talking okay. about. Wait, Gretzky's Yari, Yari, Yari Curry. Mark Messier was his teammate. Yari Curry. That out there. We good with that? No, I'm not good with that. The man we call the hair. The man who had a love song last week, but this week, I'm going to let him throw in... Eric is awesome. Strothers. That's me, man. That's me. That is him. I know it sounded like me saying is awesome, but it was actually a crowd standing outside of Raj's house screaming it. Yeah, they were. They're still there, by the way. And I want to say thank you to someone that filled in last week. We had King Tom fill in last week, and he did an admirable job. He was amazing, and he killed it and kicked ass. It was a fun episode. It was a great episode to edit, great episode to listen to. Great episode to record, but he was feeling in because we had somebody scheduled. And that somebody is the one and only Moneybags himself from Making Star Wars Rogue One podcast, a Star Wars podcast for winners and wieners, depends on how you read it. Mr. Michael Pappas. I don't even show up for when I'm scheduled on other people's shows. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, hey, guys, guys, what's 99 backwards? 66. Order 66. <laughs> That's exactly right. Do it. Do it. <laughs> yes. Nice. What's up, buddy? How are you? I'm good, man. I'm happy to be here. It's been a while, right? Been a while. A couple months, yeah. Been yeah, a while. It has. It has. And we're happy you're here, man. We missed you last week. Yeah. King Tom Phil. 
He tried to do your voice for about 30 seconds, but then his throat couldn't handle it. I did a good job. I'm proud of him. He didn't lose his voice. That's what counts. No, exactly. Yeah, how's your yeah. back doing, bud? Uh, it's coming along, man. I, I, you know, uh, by now, I'm sure a bunch of people don't want to hear about it, but uh, oh, yeah, acupuncture is real shit, man. Like acupuncture, like I didn't believe in that Eastern medicine stuff, but uh, it's it really does make a difference. I'm I'm coming along. I have my days here and there, but uh, I'm getting better, man. It's all muscular. It's all like it's all the muscle you have on your body, bro. Yeah, but then you know you get engaged and you stop working out. <laughs> then you kind of you know your testosterone levels go down, and then you realize that oh shit, you have all these problems that you never realized before because you were too busy pumping your muscles up. That's what happens, really. That's the Very god true. honest truth. And I know you went um, into the yoga mode for a while, right? Because yoga does help. I was. I was doing yoga for about six months, and I quieted that down only because of lack of time. But I'm still practicing it on my own at home. I'm not like actually going there and doing it and shit. But I cut down on the drinking. I lost some weight, kind of following yeah. the doctor's orders, which was the first time in my life I've ever really followed the doctor's orders on anything. And I'm kind of I'm getting better. It's just like a really slow process. It's the first time in my life where I didn't get better within, you know, quote unquote, four to six weeks, you know. Gotcha. So it's a, it's a wake up call, man. But uh I'm uh, I'm getting better. Well, at least you're so not drinking, right? You haven't been drinking all day. Well, no, uh, tonight's a special occasion. <laughs> crushed about five Stellas playing some Destiny 2 with my clan before I got on here. And I just poured a really nice Tito's Club and a splash of Cran. Wow, look at uh, you. Right here, just for you guys, because I miss you guys. And I've never had the opportunity to really hang out with Eric because Eric was like in the middle of recording and editing shit when we were at Celebration for the Making Star Wars. Yeah, he was uh, a busy night. guy. He was a busy guy. Yeah, and it I was, busy. was man. Oh, I remember, dude, he I, was fucking. He was honestly without Eric that night would have been a fucking disaster. Oh, it would have been off. I you know what, been, I went up to Eric and go, dude, you doing okay? He goes, dude, can you do me a favor? I don't even know if Eric remembers this. He goes, dude, can you just hold this wire? I need to connect this thing. I, I need to do it right now. Can you just please hold this wire, wire Raj? He said, absolutely, yeah. Eric. I'll, I'll be involved. Yeah. I mean, Steel was going to lose his shit without Eric. Like, yeah. literally, he would have fucking just throw. He would have started throwing chairs. You're all idiots. Yeah, I mean, it, I do feel like I really pulled one out right there, man. <laughs> that was good, dude. That I saw was good. You were a champ. How, like, he was mad, stressed out, but he fucking got it done, which oh, was he, awesome. He was a champion. So I can't no, wait. I can't Arash, wait to do this all over again. Didn't yeah. you go get me the diet coke too? I think I got you a diet coke. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, you know, trying to make you feel, you know, better. Even though, you know, we, we, you know, I give you shit on the show. You know, I love you, bro. Well, of course I know, man. You, you always hurt the ones you love. Exactly. Oh. <sighs> All right. You know what I meant. I didn't. Yeah, mean it. That, no, that's no, I totally dramatic. I totally, I totally <laughs> understand. By the way, guys, um, we are part of a great podcast network with great podcasts, just like the one that Mike is on. Rogue One, a Star Wars podcast for winners. Also, now this podcasting, Blue Harvest, our boy Haas and our boy Will, Steel Wars, Rebel Girl, who have a Patreon now, so please support them. First Order Transmission with our boy Corey, Idiots Array, Tarkin's Top Shelf, Podcast 2187, The Cargo Hold, and Fingered with Randy and Jason. Check those out. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Check us out, The Sith List. Instagram, the Sith List, email the Sith List at gmail.com, and we have a hotline 707-65-GEEK1. That's 707-654-3351. And here's the cool thing, y'all. We are T Public is gonna have some new shirts. I sent pictures out to 
Eric and I showed Boo and I showed Aless and I showed Mr. Jason Ward and they seem to love the new design and new shirt. And we're going to have all of our logos with new shirts, new merchandise all on TeePublic very soon for our 100th episode. So check those out when they come out. And please leave some iTunes reviews. Again, we have some more. So thank you for the people that did that and all of that good stuff. And how is everybody else doing? You know, I focused on Mike, of course, because he's our guest. And Eric, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. I'm really good. You're having a better week than you did last week? I know last week you had some, tr- <laughs> some shenanigans going on. Yes. Yes, it, it was definitely much better. Okay, good, good. I can hear it in your voice. The <laughs> sourness is gone. Carlos Buarguea, how the hell are you doing? I'm great. How's the Bootney train going? The Bootney train is going very well. Woo! Very well, yeah. Good, good. Less is more. Does anybody really care? <laughs> I do. Why are you so down and out all the time? Yeah, I got some good news today. I know. But well, normally let, when let, I go to answer, you go, nobody cares. I do that? Yeah, yeah but it's okay. I do that. <laughs> yeah, you do. I do that. But I do care this time. Let the people know. Let the people in the in the wonderful audience of the Sith list know what kind of day you had today. It was all good. Did you get Great. something in your emails? You want to tell people? I'm just saying, New York, I'm coming. Yeah. Les and I got our press passes yeah, buddy. for New York Comic Con. So we are coming, and we're coming in hot. So yes. get ready. East Coast, including Mr. Pappas, we're rolling deep. I'm seriously going to just start listening to all my old 90s New York hip-hop. Oh, hell yeah. I'm about to rock all the Wu-Tang and Notorious B.I.G. All the Dude, we'll get, we'll get in the Rogue One, my Nissan. We'll drive through Queensbridge. I'll show you where Mob Deep grew up. That's all I we'll want, pass, dude. We'll pass by 50 Cent's mom's house. All we'll I go want to Brooklyn. Take... I'll show you where Biggie and Busta used to bust rhymes on the corner. Don't we'll go for understand. a nice ride. Oh. We'll get some L&B Spumoni Sicilian slices down in fucking... Uh, she... Did you say spoo on me? <laughs> Spumoni. Spumoni. Oh, I'm sorry. Spumoni. <laughs> my bad. My bad. You know what Spumoni is, right? Yeah, I know what Spumoni is. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I'm all in, man. I got, like I said, my you playlist know. is rocking. Got DMX. It's all. It's, it's going down, dude. dude listen, I got <laughs> these, these <laughs> new. Oh. Up in here, up in here. <laughs> I got it. these new Philips Hue lights that like sync up to my sound system. So when we play that like '90s Queens, Brooklyn, Bronx uh, hip hop, some Nori, we got the whole that's the right. whole apartment's gonna go off. Da-na-na-na. In the Philippines, he has a mansion. <laughs> oh, super thug! Hell yeah, that's right. Hey, is EPMD from New York? Uh, that's a good question. I, I don't even know that. Ooh, Jackson says. Say Jackson says maybe. Jackson, Jackson says, said maybe. I thought they were from New Jersey. Here, Mike. That's what he's trying to say. But I'm not going to say anything. I don't want to get yelled at for not knowing my EPMD. Yeah, EPMD. I yeah. thought they were from New York, but I could be totally wrong. We're going to get yelled at. It's all good. I don't care, man. I got got my playlist ready, man. It's the countdown begins. The Wu Tang. Right. Well, I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I'm going to call this out on the air. Okay. I know Steele. I don't think he can make it, but. I think this is a proper year for a Megapod uh, uh, Part 2 or Part 2 Redux. Because I know some of the Underworld boys are coming back. Dominic and Chris are going to probably be here. So nice. we should, uh, yeah, we should do it up in uh, in the Pappy Pad, like uh, like the, the OG. Can we call it the Mega Poop? Yeah, absolutely. And I will have toilet paper. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's going to be, it's gonna be a, a shit show, as they call it. But <laughs> we're going to have a good time. We're going to have some fun. Boo, and get Eric, ready. Boo, Eric. get ready for some phone calls. <laughs> yeah, some messages. To it. Yeah, just get ready. Eric we'll Struthers, get ready. Us. 
We'll be FaceTiming Haas oh, as yeah, well. We'll be FaceTiming Haas. Uh, uh-huh. We apologize already, Hazy. Hazy will just turn his phone off. <laughs> but let's, you guys, we're ready to get into some uh, fandom, some geekdom, as they would say. Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Let's do this real quick. For the box office, obviously, Jurassic World 2 roared into the top spot. Get it? It debuted with an estimated $150 million, marking only the second time ever two different films have brought in over $100 million over two consecutive weekends. That includes Jurassic World 2 and Disney's Incredibles 2. So that followed up with $80 million this week. It's just killing it. It's doing well. Solo is at about $360 million worldwide, and it opens in Japan this week. So we'll see what that gets to. I'm thinking it's going to get closer to $400 million total Absolutely. by the time it's said and done. Um, and I looked, and so far, it's the fifth highest grossing film of 2018. Wow. So, you know, guys, relax a little bit. Relax. <laughs> We are going to wait for our Jurassic World review until after we talk about Star Wars. And we got the perfect person on here to talk about Star Wars. Two perfect people, obviously, Eric Struthers and Mike Moneybags Pappas. Eric, you want to talk a little Star Wars? Are we ready for a little Star Wars chit-chat? Sure, man. I'm super ready. So I don't know if you guys remember, but last week we talked about the whole notion that the A Star Wars story movies were being basically all put on pause. And Collider had reported with some information they had that somewhere in the middle, I guess they didn't do it to be sensationalist by any means. It just, there was some misinterpretation of a couple of things. But uh, so TMZ ran into Ron Howard and talking about the rumors of the spinoff films being canceled. And he said that, He's basically the quote was, I don't think that's right, <laughs> which is pretty sweet. Just <laughs> nope, I don't think that's right. Uh, it turns out, OK, that one movie in particular, at least we're not sure what it was called. We don't know what it was about. But uh, Jason Ward from making Star Wars dot net, perhaps we've mentioned it a time or 20. The <laughs> a set was dismantled that was like built around, it was part of uh, Moss Eisley. Right. And whatever movie that went with, that's that's gone. But they're not sure. They don't have a title. They don't have anything. And we got to remember, man, like all of the stuff that in our heads w- was being put on pause, like Obi-Wan and Boba Fett and all that, that's still never actually been announced by Yeah, officially Lucasfilm. released. That's right. So realistically, as far as the real news is concerned, nothing has changed. But yeah, so probably not as bad as we thought. And we actually even said that last week that, you know, in three days, this could be totally different. (laughs) We sure did. And, And it is. But boy, it sure was fun getting all wound up. It really was, and that's what Star Wars fans do, right? We all do that. We see something, and it gets gets us either really, really happy, or we get really, really depressed. I remember everybody was kind of bummed out before we were recording because of that, all that stuff. But yeah, it definitely doesn't mean they're going to stop making these things. And that set that that Jason was talking about could also have come from the live action, you know what I mean, or just kind of a tie-in. So right, who knows? Who knows? It yeah. is it is kind of cool to think about, like with Moss Eisley as a set. 
you know, that, that could fit in so many things that could fit in a Han Solo sequel that could fit in a Boba Fett movie that could fit in the Obi-Wan movie. Right. Yeah, it's great. It's, it could just be any of that stuff, but it could have been none of those also. So who knows? <laughs> and it's not to say that they can't use that footage moving forward on a, an additional film, the way that they can edit and cut it. Right. I mean, they, there could have been shots where it's just mm-hmm. uh, it's just the city itself and it was just for CGI and, you know, aliens and characters and et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, they can repurpose anything that they, that's already been created into multiple films. Exactly. Yeah, if they did any shots like that, absolutely. Absolutely. And then another pretty sweet little bit of news here is that Brian Johnson's trilogy, again, this is from makingstarwars.net. The trilogy is at least two years away, and his, a producer's been officially hired, which if you guys have seen The Director and The Jedi, have you seen it? I have, yes. Hell yeah. It's a Absolutely. great documentary. It's really uh, good. Ram Bergman. Ram yep. Bergman back. And he he and Ryan obviously he, Ram Bergman really understands how to work with Ryan and how to keep his process going. So I think that's pretty that's a pretty cool combination. So it's I wonder he's, I, from, I, he's it, from Israel, by the way. And oh cool. He he thinks that Israel would make a, a dope. That's my words, not his. Record a good location to shoot. Oh, it probably would. It'd probably be beautiful there. Yeah. So, Eric, what did they work on together previously? Just so everybody knows. Um. Oh man. See, I should know was, this. Was it monsters? Uh, yeah. I, th- I think. No, I don't think it was monsters. I had it up earlier today, and I. I'm, I'm gonna try to pull it up. Actually, thanks for okay. making me look like a dick. Bag, no, no, Pappas. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Dude. <laughs> I'll make sure I don't edit that. Uh, the uh, Last Jedi. Okay. Well, there, <laughs> well, there's one that we never Jedi. like would never think of, right? Looper. 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 Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say that one. Should have known that. I wonder if all the crazy fans are very upset about this guy coming back on. Oh, and Brick too. Oh, there okay. you go. Did he do Great Monsters, movie. or am I talking out of my ass? Or was that Trevor? Uh, I don't think that was uh That wasn't that was Ryan. Ryan Johnson? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So they, this is his boy. Like, the, the two of them, they go in. Every success that they've had box office-wise have been the two of them together, pretty much. With Luber, Brick, Last Jedi. Yeah. Right on. Cool, man. I got some, uh, I, I heard some news, some rumors that came out of the Sun. Um, that's a publication. It's a newspaper. I don't know if it's the Toronto Sun. It might be um, that there's an unnamed source reported that Kenobi is going to be in Episode Nine. Did you hear anything about that? No, I have not heard a peep on about that. Yeah, you go th- on. There was a well. There was a source from the Sun, like I said. It's unnamed, and the source claims that McGregor is set to secretly. Apparently, not any more secret film for the next Star Wars movie, and that would be Episode Nine. Not only Kenobi, not only the Kenobi spinoff that has been rumored to be the next Star Wars movie to follow the current trilogy, but also a scene for Episode Nine. So obviously, that would be a Force Ghost. I was thinking maybe a flashback. Well, maybe a flashback, or maybe the very end. Right? We do a lot of these recalls. Maybe the very end, you'll mm. see everyone Force Ghost. You'll see, yeah, that's you'll see Qui-Gon, you'll see Obi, you'll see Leia, mm-hmm. you'll see Luke, you'll see Yoda, and you'll see Anakin. 
See, see, but the the question I have with that is that we've already seen Kenobi's Force Ghost. Yeah. Oh, you're saying how can it be a young younger Kenobi Force yeah. Ghost? Yeah, that's that's interesting because that's that, that's why I said flashback. I, although it is maybe he picks and chooses how old. No, are they gonna? You yeah, know, people are gonna ask though. Are they gonna add other Jedi Force Ghosts? So would we get Mace Windu? Well, Mace Windu might not be dead, buddy. Uh-huh. Oh. oh, he's Snoke though. What do you what do you guys think about this whole notion? Notion. <laughs> uh, I'm not opposed to actually. Let's just say that that scene would happen. I'm not opposed to you and replacing Alec Guinness in in that that crew because I mean we've seen we've already seen Hayden Christensen replace Sebastian Shaw right mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, and for for the generation before our generation everyone here on the podcast like that's their Obi Wan Kenobi so I'm 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 fine with that man I mean I think that's pretty fucking sweet I mean how cool would it be at the end of the movie to see Leia. As a force ghost. Oh, that would be so fucking cool, man. And, and it's actually her. It's not CGI. They took images from a B-roll or whatever and made her smile and be a force ghost. And she she's looking at Ray or something. Ugh. Now, would that, would that go against the Kathleen Kennedy statement saying that, like, we're not going to use Carrie Fisher? Like, yeah. we're going to let her legacy kind of live on through what she's already done type of thing? Yeah, we talked about they, that last week a little bit. And I know that the, the family's all for it now. They They don't mind it. I mean, I don't mind it at all. I just, it's just Disney contradicting themselves after this like beautiful letter they've sent out to the fans, right? Yeah. So. You know, but you know, Disney, they can change their mind and, and, and do whatever they want and fire directors, hire directors and, and go, right. you know, they've had a track record. Yep. They've had a track record. This is interesting because we got an email from a new listener, Rob, uh, Rob G. I'm going to put, I'm going to say, cause I don't want to say his last name. I don't know if he wants me to. He puts, hey guys, I really enjoying your podcast. The insight and speculation are great. And the relevant music and movie clips you add in after the fact are a great touch. Well, thanks, buddy. Thank you. Appreciate that. The most recent episode featured a discussion on how Leia may be handled in nine. I agree that Lando's rumored appearance could figure into some type of funeral scene. It is unfortunate that Leia's fate likely has to be merely referred to in a crawl or in dialogue, but I don't think that can be avoided. I do think her image from unused footage from The Last Jedi could possibly appear as a force ghost. Ah, this is timely. Likely at, at, at or near the end of the film. Ah, this is perfect. I think Luke could connect with her in Afterlife and help her learn to appear to Rey slash Kylo. That could be pretty powerful. Some other speculations I have for Nine. Speaking of Luke, I don't see how he could ever be left out of Nine. He has to appear as a force ghost most likely to Rey and Kylo. See you around, kid. I also hope he can actually help the heroes physically as well as verbally. Ghost Yoda whacking him on the nose with his cane in The Last Jedi seems to open the door to Force Ghosts interacting physically with the living. I never thought about that. Oh, dude, I never thought about that. Huh. Sometimes, something like Kylo trying to attack an unarmed Ray with Luke's spirit standing there. Kylo is like, I'm not falling for that trick again and ignores Luke. He goes on to strike Ray, but then a green saber comes out of nowhere and blocks his red one. Ooh, that Steel would love that. The audience would go insane. And since JJ said that nine will tie all nine episodes together, I also want a Force Ghost Yoda, Obi-Wan, Anakin to appear. Maybe even Qui-Gon. I promise you people, I didn't read this email before we talked about this. The Knights of Ren will hopefully be involved. 
a lot of people think Ryan Johnson's purposely ignored them and this JJ, but I never had that doubt that when Luke said that Kylo took a handful of his students, that those became the Knights of Ren. I think Kylo will want Tectors with him in the First Order like Snoke's guard and will summon his old allies. Thanks for taking a look at my wild and very unlikely speculation, Rob. Well, Rob, it's not that unlikely because I thought about the same thing. So thank you for the email. Thank you for listening. And uh, yeah, let's, let's, t- let's talk about some of this stuff, guys. You, you, what do you guys think about this? Eric, you want to go? Sure, man. Uh, the thing is, with Force Ghost appearances, it's got to be, in my book, majorly relevant. And Obi-Wan appearing, I guess I'm not sure who he's going to appear to, because up until now, every Force Ghost appearance that we've seen, like legitimate Force Ghost, has always been some very personal thing. So Obi-Wan hears Qui-Gon Jinn, and before he's, you know, he couldn't take... Uh, like a physical form it was right. just just his voice he could hear that and uh luke could hear and then see obi-wan and then yoda and <laughs> hayden christensen inexplicably but it's always like that personal connection so the only in in that line of thinking then luke appearing to ray would make total sense you know, and Kylo, Kylo Ren. But past that, who are they there for? Mm-hmm. And h- how much emotional impact is that going to have? Yoda appearing to Luke Skywalker really hit in the feels, not only because of how much people like Yoda, but because of what Yoda meant to Luke Skywalker. Yeah, And if you remove that element of it, and it's like, oh, look, there's Obi-Wan, and Ray's like, hey, dude, killer beard. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's, I don't know what it does. Mm-hmm. Would it be neat to think about seeing these characters again? Sure, but I don't know that, I don't want it to be like be- <laughs> Beetlejuice, <laughs> and where it's just a bunch of, bunch of, spirits running around but so there's that now one other thing is the the idea and i realize he said that he didn't think this by any stretch but every time i hear somebody say that the thought is is that ryan johnson dissed jj abrams by doing this or this or this it pisses me off like i've hit a, a boiling point <laughs> preach brother lately. preach preach dude <laughs> let it all out the right internet here. is the worst and i i was like we're not talking about it today we're just not gonna do it but it's like every week it just starts up again and except I've for noticed, except for except for cinema blend we love you guys it, it, i've noticed a couple of different things here like I've somehow gotten involved in some to do's, which typically I am not about. Okay. But I, in at least one case, this dude is hammering away at basically that same type of argument and it like won't let up on a person. And I happen to get involved and I say things that are pretty calm and, but would obviously would be something that they would take offense to. And they, they, they let me go. And it's instantly, I started thinking, okay, who do I know in my, in my Twitter sphere who 
likes me, but I could see see him doing this, and that's why they're giving me a pass with their fake ass account. But anyway, that's a whole side note. Right. That's a that's a whole side. No, note. I, I, you know what? It, it it's not a side note because I don't really get to express my shit on my podcast that I'm on occasionally when I show up. Um, and, and it, well, it's you something have free that, that, reign right here, buddy. Go right ahead. It's something that, that Eric and I don't mean to cut you off, my brother, because oh, I, no, no. I look like my brother. You know, we're we're we all we, we have the same friends, and you and I have known each other for almost three years now. And I consider you a friend of mine, even though we we need to bond in person. But like, I'm fucking sick and tired of it. And I spoke to Jason on the phone, uh, and I'm like, dude, I'm fucking tired of this shit, man. Like, they're creating fake accounts now. Now they're creating fake accounts to start an argument because their argument on their real accounts isn't getting enough drama for what they want for something that is supposed to be of complete happiness and joy and fun for a community. Like when I started this podcast thing with Johnny and and Hawes, and when I first made Jason four years ago, four, four and a half years ago, like the reason for me getting into this community and doing podcasting and doing this was to get away from shit like that in my real life at work and on the street here in New York and fucking all the other shit that comes with real life. It's like to kind of get away with people who share the same passion as I do. And like, that's been tainted. I don't know about you guys or Eric yourself, but like the whole reason why we're talking here on this podcast has been tainted for me because of what's going on. And they bring in all this other nonsense Whereas it's fucking a space movie about space wizards <laughs> and laser swords, and you're 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 creating an argument. You're bringing in politics that's going on in 2018 in the United States, and you're trying to bring it into our fiction fantasy world. And then you're taking on the creative direction of the director and and creating arguments off of the decisions he made when like. In 1974, nobody questioned the Flash Gordon episode, no matter how much it made uh, how much it made sense. But today, you're doing it. You never questioned uh, the the 45 different holes in Empire Strikes Back in 1980, but you're doing it today because you have a voice. Because now everybody has a voice on social media, you know. And it's like leave Star Wars out of it. Star Wars is there so we can escape the shit. You're bringing the shit into Star Wars. Because you're fucking miserable. You're a miserable piece of shit. And you need to fuck have your voice said. And you need attention. Because your mom and your dad didn't give you attention. Because nobody else gave you attention. So now you need to follow the bandwagon of the other fucking idiots who didn't get attention. And you need to start creating fake accounts on Twitter. And hitting up Eric Struthers. And hitting up Jason Ward. And hitting up Johnny Grasso with fake accounts. That makes a lot of fucking sense. I really hope that you got your budget for your last Jedi movie. Or it's probably not the same person, but I hope those people get their budget for the last Jedi movie and they make their movie. And then there's a whole other crew that just destroys them for making that movie. Dude, Ooh. fuck that guy. Dude, dude, <laughs> are you, feel, you know, that was fantastic. You feeling better right now? You got it off your chest? I'm Great. I'm feeling I'm, good. I'm feeling good. Yeah, I, I needed that because Johnny doesn't really let me do that. He gets mad. <laughs> he gets upset. What? You know what, though, man, and I don't mean to get away from the email because that's some good stuff in there. No, 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 no. But go right ahead. I'm the sparks. It, great and I apologize to the writer. No, 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 no. It's all good. It's all good. I'm sure he appreciates it. I 
I have found myself being unreasonably pissed off about this stuff to, to the point where it's like affecting me <laughs> in meaning that I'm dwelling on it even once I'm not looking at Twitter. And of course, that's really what they're after, man. I've, I've, you realize some things that they, these are unwinnable arguments. My, my thing is I'm all about people having a difference of opinion. I am. But when it's, you're completely dealing in absolutes and it's like in this particular thing, King Tom is sort of in the middle of it. And this guy is just like, you know, basically any negative thing you could call the last Jedi, an abortion, a dumpster fire, right. whatever you want to call it. Posting this video of this, this, what I, the most intelligent review of the movie. Is that the response to what I put up? Um, he, he, yeah, it's in that thread. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. And it's the movie is, you've probably seen it. It's got like the, the watermelon in the background yes. that's slowly getting rotten. Yes. But it's called unbridled rage. And it's, it's like, oh my God, the fact that you're letting this get you that wound up. And then you have to wonder, dude, is it really or is it just a whole thing? But my thing is, man. People are allowed to like the stuff they like and on the flip side, dislike the stuff they like. But sure. that it's good Lord, give it a rest. Yeah. I Well, Eric, that's the oh, difference, right? Man. It's the difference from saying – voicing your opinions saying this movie – like I don't like this movie. I don't like the direction they're taking. Then to badger and harass and harass the talent involved in the films and harass the community and the influencers who content curate for the community and then to have petitions and then find rich people involved with, with their th their philosophy to have then dollars backed to keep constantly troll and the levels that it's been taken like normally i'm with you man i'm like oh yeah these fucking idiots and i mean i shouldn't i wouldn't call them idiots if it was at that level where like they voice their opinion they don't like the film that's great but what's happening now is they're taking it into a political perspective and they're really creating a very negative vibe in the positive community to the point where it's affecting children where children are 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 no know that like there's a problem with this movie like my best friend's son was like my my friend in in, in class said his dad said the last jedi sucks balls and he went home and told his dad that and my buddy mikey i was the best man at his wedding called me and goes uh frankie's kid uh, told him in class that his dad says the last Jedi is the worst movie ever and he won't let him watch it. Like that's where we're at with this. We are. We are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's gotten to a point where it's not like anything's Marvel ever dealt with. It's not, it's not like anything Disney's ever dealt with. It's gotten to a point where like they're going to such lengths that I've never seen in, in any type of fandom ever. I've never seen this before. Well, well here, here's the thing, Mike, I, I don't mind, the political aspect of, of bringing the political aspect into Star Wars or in, even into the storytelling. But here's where it differs. It, it differs. You're, you're getting upset and I'm getting upset and Eric and Les, Les finds it completely comical. We'll talk about that in a second. But I'm getting upset because it's just the things that they're getting mad at are inconsistent with people that have any kind of moral sensibility. Meaning they're getting mad. I put a tweet out there today responding to a letter that these fucking psychos put out there. Whatever. I did that as a joke. It was fun. It was funny. I, I had some time to kill at work. I read their 
their letter and I found it so funny that I had to reply and respond to it. But what I don't understand is they're getting upset at just the fundamental values of being a human being, having people of color in the film, having different people of ethnic backgrounds, sexual orientations. So if you don't agree with that stuff, then don't watch Star Wars. Don't listen to podcasts that do agree with that stuff. That is your deal. This is the way it's going. This is the way it should have been. This is the way it's going to be. And if you don't like it, just fucking don't watch it. Don't listen to podcasts. And don't put this bullshit hashtag boycott episode nine. Because you know you motherfuckers are going to be in line or getting re- your reserve seats sitting in the middle because you bought it at 12 a.m. when the internet crashed. And you know you're going to be at Celebration. So don't act like you're going to be one of these guys who is done with Star Wars and they demand Lucasfilm and Disney to change things. Because nothing is going to happen that's different. Things are going to get even better for our Star Wars community. There's going to be more people of color. There's going to be more characters with different sexual orientations. There's going to be people with different ethnic backgrounds in Star Wars. That's how it's going to be for the rest of its run. So either get used to it or just fucking leave. That's all I'm going to say. Les, you want to talk about this? Because I'm pissed yeah. off now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to crack another yeah. fucking beer. I, <laughs> did, I didn't mean to get everybody upset. It should be a happy time. No, 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 no. I just no. wanted it, to... Damn it. I, I, I will say this. I have been seeing just reading some of these tweets and I'm laughing hysterically. Like I'm seriously cracking up and laughing at the top of my lungs. And it's almost people, people when I'm in public places, people are going, what the fuck is this guy laughing at? <laughs> I mean, it's just literally that damn hysterical that people are putting together like legitimate, like a uh, hostage negotiation. Pretty much like, like that kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. You have 24 hours to comply. Give me back my Star Wars. Like kind of that, that kind of shit. You know, like we it's almost like see that the yeah, table. It's yeah. legit like like terrorist threats or something like that. Like there's a bomb under the building. You know, like that kind of shit. I'm like, are they do they really think this is going to go any fucking where? Seriously, do they have to put it this way? It's just ridiculous. Like I it said, it's be that way. just hysterical because I mean, they're 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 attacking people's intelligence and oh, people with less IQ than a hundred. Like really, like just just stop. Uh, I stop. replied to that very tweet. Stop! Like seriously, yeah, stop! Please, fake accounts. Well, yeah, you see people talking crap like, oh, you don't even have your picture up, but then you see like legit, just faceless accounts up there. It's so damn funny. It is seriously hysterical and it's to me. Like, it's some ridiculous stuff. Like Les, I I got a tweet from someone that said. Solo is going to lose $400 million. How? 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 First of all, how is that even mathematically possible? How, dude? Nimwits. That means that it cost about $700 million for it to be produced. Yes, that means they they had to over, like, overexpend themselves to pay for it to be made for them to lose money on it. How is that even possible? So stupid. It's going to lose a minimum, it said, of $400 plus million. You know what the irony in all of this is? Uh, the Last Jedi is on Netflix, everybody. Yeah, and 4K. So 4K, baby. 4K, yeah. everybody is more than likely watching the shit out of this thing. Even uh-huh. those hashtag, I hate fucking. Not my Jedi. Star Wars, yeah. but guess what? <laughs> You're watching it. The streams are going up. All this stuff, the levels are hitting. The, the data is being entered. And even if you want to thumbs down it or 
like I said, the fact that you're pressing play on that thing just to talk crap is giving reason to go forward. And you know what? As big of a corporation as these companies are, they could give two rips, dude. What's an ant to a boot? Right. Just like Uh, freaking Loki said, an ant has no quarrel with a boot. And you know what? Nick Fury slash Mace Windu is sitting there going, Ant, here's the boot. Please don't mix it. We're going to get tweets about Please don't inter- intermix. We're a galaxy of geekdom, and if you don't like it, you can just get out. There you go. Get out. Get the heck out. I think for me, and this will, and I'll, I, I promise I'll quit going on about it at this point. So I saw a, a thing where somebody screenshots that they're canceling their next Netflix subscription. Reason why The Last Jedi sucks. And so this guy grabs a hold of it. He's like, yeah, he's like, and I'm like, boy, you sure showed them. And, son of a bitch. But it's, 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 they, there was a thing about they're just trying to, oh, how did they, how did they word it? Basically what it was is everybody, this whole team, which they refer to themselves as a fam, you need to go out there and make sure you thumbs down the last Jedi on Netflix, be sure to go do it because they're trying to inflate it with, with non fan numbers or some crap. Oh, that's like, right. Yeah. They're trying to lure, lure non fans and, and like have them keep the, like build up the momentum or something like that. Yeah. I saw something like that, but I'm like the logic behind it. And I guess what I'm, what I'm really getting at here is why are you spending so much time on something you claim to hate? Of course, then somebody would say, why do you keep talking about it? You're doing the same thing. Okay, maybe I am, and you're right. But it's infuriating. I just can't imagine being so bent on something that I don't even want other people to like it. That's because they all have psychological problems, and 90% of them are in their mother's basement. (laughs) I think you're right. I think, yeah, goddamn right. And the other 10% are fucking racist, and they don't like Disney being in charge. Yeah, that's that's the thing. That's, what, that's, drives, uh, that's what drives uh, me crazy. That's at least ten percent. You can't you can't rationalize nice. you can't rationalize with people like that. I wish I was more like Boo. See, Boo stays out of this bullshit. Yep. Right. Yeah. And I he's do. calm. He's relaxed. He doesn't get pissed Dude, off. He just stays I, out I, of it. I I wish I could, man. I wish I could. But me every too. time I load up my social media feed, it's fucking. Uh, it's not even us. It's not even the community. It's the publishers. You know, and I'm going to stop following the publishers because the publishers are. Are posting all the backlash, you know. And I, when I say publishers, I'm talking tier three, tier four right. publishers. Uh, you know, the movie webs, the yeah, 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 whatever the fuck it is. Don't you, you know? say cinema blend? Don't you say cinema blend? No, no, no. Or someone's retweeting it or sharing it, and it's in my feed anyway. Or posting it to a group, you know. Right. So you kind of can't get away from it, even if you do. Yeah, it is tough. It is tough. Even big publications like Variety had a piece on. It's the Star Wars fandom and how it's becoming toxic and all this stuff. So even really big trades are, are taking this thing and running with it. Well, here's what scares me, and I, I'd like Eric's opinion on this, is that I thought the only hope to bring everything back to where it was or bring everything together again was a really fun, gung-ho, like, ragtag Star Wars film where you walk in, <laughs> you have a good time, it doesn't have any repercussions or having have any uh big meaning at the end where there's a lot of drama or politics and we got it right we got that movie we really really did 
And I thought, like, if we got that movie, like, it would calm the fuck down, right? But it's only gotten worse. And is it because that that vocal minority didn't get their way and they're pissed off that they actually made a good movie? And all they have as ammunition is the fact that the box office didn't do well because Disney fucked up their marketing strategy and decided to launch it on Memorial Day weekend. And, and they're just kind of fueling the fire with that. But, like, the one thing that I thought would bring all this to a quiet is kind of inflated it, right? And so, Eric, like, what do you think we need as a community? Man, I really don't know, Mike. I think ignoring it is one thing. But I but again, I don't know how to just how to do that. I I think the trick is to figure out how to not let it affect you. But even then, I don't know. I I really wish it would go away. It's <laughs> annoying me to no end. I'll tell you one thing, we're definitely going back to December schedule for a long time. Yeah, I'm seriously for waiting sure. for the like we're going to be all watching TV like on a Sunday night and then all of a sudden like it's going to go black and some dudes are going to break transmission huh. and then like legit have like a bunch of people in the back going we're serious about this Star Wars thing. <laughs> you guys have 40, 72 hours to comply. Our like team Mr. of producers Robot. is in the back. Yeah, just and like it, Mr. Robot. Like legit have a team of producers in the back and they're all like back there with like stacks of paper and shit and they all have like black masks <laughs> on and they're like we're in front of Disney right now. The location is hidden. Meet us at this time. Like, stupid shit. It's so stupid. Oh, we have Mark Hamill. We will kill him in 72 hours. Mark Hamill. Like, legitimately, we that's what I'm Mark waiting Hamill. on. Like, some legit, like, straight up pirate radio or pirate TV kind of thing. Cause that's how ridiculous this is. It, uh, that's what I'm doing, like Eric. You said Mark don't Campbell let it get going, to you. Oh, guys, please, please reply. Please, please, please. I don't want to. Die. That's what I'm doing. I'm laughing at this thing because I is so hilarious. Ugh. Well, some of the stuff, man. I'll tell you, very rarely will I get sucked into this. And so, like, I I pull the old. Well, I guess we're just gonna have to agree to disagree when the person's being a complete dick bag about it. But and I think I think that that when you don't give somebody what they want, which is, you know, the riled up thing, then maybe that's the best you can do. But yeah, whatever. I mean, I, I guess for, for ahead, me, Eric. honestly, the be all and all is, is I can't imagine being those people and letting, letting myself be affected by it like that. I think that's the thing that makes me the craziest. Right, like even if you didn't like the movie, you'd be like, guys, I didn't really like it, but I hope the next one's good. Right? Like that's it. End of story. Like, yeah. Like the, I need to make I do draw the line. Manifest Go ahead, I'm sorry. I need to make this manifesto declaring a rebellion against the evil powers that be and the notion that this is all to push some agenda. Yeah, you know what it is? Their agenda is is we like money. And we're gonna do things to make it. That just gave me the funniest idea. Welcome to the World Museum, year 2037. Here, after the aftermath of the Star Wars Civil War. Star Wars Civil War. <laughs> you know, like, you're walking through a museum and it's going to be like, <laughs> here depicted is a scene from the Star Wars Civil Wars. <laughs> it's like, oh, seriously, dude? Like, come on, man. They're, were they going to make a flag? Oh, that's not. Nice. legit. Like, going to make they a did. flag. They did. Oh, ha, 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 ha. 
They did. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Oh. To make a flag, <laughs> my God. You're going to like cross into like some territory to be like, who you with? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, really. Legends or Disney? <laughs> Legends or Disney. What's up? <laughs> I, I could vouch for him. He's good. He's, He's good. good. Yeah, choose wisely. Yeah. My God. But like, I wish we could sit here and say, like, all right, so all JJ has to do is make a good movie, and JJ makes a good movie, and this all blows over. But it's reached a point where I feel like they're going to just keep trying to do this. Even if they love the movie, they're just going to pretend that they don't like the fucking movie to just be fucking trolls, man. And that's the thing that I don't understand, Eric. You know, that's what I don't understand. Like, why do they have to try to segregate themselves and create a separatist army here? Uh, it it doesn't make any fucking sense, man. I just yeah, I, it really it doesn't make any sense to me. Things need to get really well or get better because celebration is going to be very interesting. I'm just saying, I, I I really, really hope that that's not the, the breaking point and the starting point for the true civil war. <laughs> Chicago. Maybe so. Ce- maybe celebration. Chicago 2019. <laughs> like, maybe that's what we, maybe that's what we need. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be like either. Anchorman. Like I said, it's going to be like Anchorman. Some pretty weird-looking people throwing down. Dude. Where's Burke Tamlin? Yeah. <laughs> I know people get upset that you know all, all this is you're just giving fuel to the trolls and the fire, but sometimes it gets to a point where, you know, I know we've done this the last couple of weeks where, I don't know, I think things need to be said no matter what. Fuck them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, I, and, I, and if you're tired of listening to this, like, we apologize. Definitely but apologize it, for that. It's not going to continue unless something crazy happens, like Mark Hamill being abducted, like Les said. But we don't mind you not liking, even hating a Star Wars film. That is your prerogative. That's your right. We have no problems with that. So don't think that we're saying you cannot hate a Star Wars film. That's your deal. If you don't want to like it, you don't like it, dislike it. Just wait till you hear what I have to say about Jurassic World Two in a second. Oh, but don't man. make don't make fake accounts and attack the talent and use that's racial right. slurs and all that's that. Type yeah, of that's where that's you have all. to draw the line. Just that's just right. chill on that part for real. Like that's there's no reason for that. Right. Let me uh, th- get in here and, and read an email from the Wim because he's got some Star Wars in this thing. We love you, Wim. Hope you're doing great. We haven't heard from you in a while, so let's see what he has to say here. Hey guys, long time no type. Wanted to comment on a few things. First of all, first off, Star Wars. You guys talked about the standalone film production being halted. I just want to point out that Lucasfilm never confirmed that these, these were in production. So this is exactly what Eric was talking about. So to me, they never existed. I think a lot of the disconnect seems to be in how Lucasfilm has greenlit these projects. These creators slash directors have been pitching the ideas and the movies have been made. J.J. pitched The Force Awakens. Gary Whitta pitched Rogue One and Ryan Johnson pitched The Last Jedi. The successes have been brought to them. In memories, if memory serves me correct, no one pitched Solo. Lucasfilm got Kazan to write the story, got Lord and Miller to direct, fired, then Ron Howard was hired. We really shouldn't be all that surprised with the box office with all the problems that they had with it. Disney learned some important lessons. One, only one Star Wars film a year. Two, keep it in December. I don't see the need for another solo movie. We learned all we needed to know how we, he met Chewie, how he won the Falcon, but it would be way more interested in the Crimson Dawn movie. I think the problem with these standalone movies they keep mentioning are that we already know the story arc of these guys. We know where Obi-Wan starts as a Padawan and where he ends. 
We know where Boba Fett starts and where he ends, presumably. Based on existing characters, I think Yoda is the murkiest of all. Do, do one of him. All we know, he's old, he's powerful, and he's in charge. Work on that instead of giving us stuff we already know. That being said, I'm a whore. That's nice. I'm a whore. I'm a pilot. I'm a writer. I'm a whore. No, I know. <laughs> Hold on. I'm a whore. I will watch whatever they bring. The holiday special 2.0, I'll pre-order that shit. For The Walking Dead, I was thinking about with Shane's character returning, how I envisioned, envisioned it, the character returns only in Rick's mind. So he's going to be batshit crazy as it turns out as he's talking to Shane everywhere. Mm, just my theory. Wow, that's okay. You were also discussing about fixing the DCU. I think the problem lies with them not building the universe with his characters first like Marvel did successfully before bring them to before the team brings them together. Only three films and two origin films happened prior to the Justice League, Man of Steel and Wonder Woman. I think it would have been more successful if they had done more origin films leading up to the team coming together. Certainly you can rewind, but going forward that then eventually bring us another Justice League. We need a Green Lantern Corps movie. Help me, Obi-Wan. What do you say about all this? The whim. Sorry, whim, for butchering your fucking email. It was a long one. Thank you for emailing us. Amazingly. I never, didn't even think about the Walking Dead aspect that you brought up. Totally think that's exactly what's going to happen now. Since you said it, I think it's going to be in Rick's head. He's going to go batshit crazy. And then eventually he's going to die off. Um, and then the Star Wars stuff. What do you guys think about what he said? A Crimson Dawn movie and a Yoda film instead of movies that we already know about the pre and post storylines. But just to backtrack in the beginning where he said that, uh, you know, they they came up with the ideas for the, the other films and all based off of the new characters. And the reason why, you know, Solo didn't do so well is we kind of know already Boba Fett, Obi-Wan. Lawrence Kasdan and his son had the idea for Solo back from – and Eric, correct me if I'm wrong. But Kazan had an idea for a solo film back from 2012 around the acquisition. So he had this storyline or the outline of this storyline kind of solidified way before even The Force Awakens from Michael Arndt's original script was even done. So I think Disney was just kind of sitting on that for years. I mean, this was the guy who really wrote real, like when I say really, quote unquote, really wrote Han Solo, had the Han Solo origin story intact when George Lucas was still in charge. And I think that's a movie that that Disney really had to make. I mean, I, I, I at least for me, you know, an OG fan, I would want to see that film made, you know, because Larry had that in mind and it was passionate for him to get that out there. Um, I do see his point saying that, like, for the mainstream general audiences, give us some stories of the unknowingness of new characters and what their destiny may be. And that may be more attractive and raise box office numbers. But. Um, I, I still think there's there's money to be made and there's stories to be told for for Obi Wan and and Boba Fett. I mean, I still think they should make those movies and not base it off of the success uh, or the 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 unsuccess of of the Han Solo box office numbers. Yeah, you're, I think you're right. The timeline of when he came up with this movie sounds about right. And the weirdest thing for me, man, that that sums this whole argument up at least in my eyes, is that the movie's great. And I don't see its poor box office performance really having anything to do with the merits of the film itself. So it's a weird 
I don't think this is a good litmus test of what's going to make them money. I think there's too many other factors that led to this where it is right now. Because personally, I think it'd be cool to see. We don't see Han Solo until, you know, in A New Hope when he's, you know, at 30 years old or thereabouts. I think it would be really cool to see Kylo Ren young and his turn. But even though we know where he started and we know where he ends up, I still think it'd be rad to see. There's so many external factors. I don't think that the, I don't think there's any one thing. And I really don't think that the idea that just the movies that were pitched at him or that, that the money was brought to him, that internally they can't, they can't produce it themselves. Is that, am I making sense? Yeah, you, you made totally, total sense. No, you're right. And, and the, yeah. the point that he made with Crimson Dawn, um, we can get a Crimson Dawn movie and also have Solo, Chewie, Lando in it and Boba Fett in it as well. So you can kill five birds with one stone on that one if you really want to do that version of it. And, and like you said, I think Kasdan came out and said this is the movie that he's always wanted to do. I think he hit it out of the park. I think he did. Like you said, Wim, he, you have all the pretty much storylines pretty much got him. He met Chewie. He, we found out how he got the Falcon. We found out how he got into the life. Those were all pretty much completed for us. So I think it was a complete success, and Eric is totally right. Just because a movie doesn't make tons of money, which in Disney-esque doesn't make tons of money, it doesn't mean it's a bad movie. It was a great movie. I loved it. majority of the people that I've talked to loved it. Everybody that's sitting here loved it. Mm-hmm. Listen, this is what you do. You guys ready? Ready for it. You, you, you start pre-production on Boba Fett. The Boba Fett movie is due to launch Christmas of 2020. Okay? Within the Boba Fett movie, you have the Crimson Dawn storyline with Kira involved, yep. working with Boba Fett. Okay? On the opposite side of the table, you have Jabba the Hutt hiring Han Solo and Lando Calrissian for a job. You've got Boba Fett and Kira on the other side of the table working for Crimson Dawn, working for Maul, okay? You make this fucking fantastic movie, okay? You fucking blow the shit out of marketing. You've got the Mandalorian creative you can throw in there. You've got all kinds of fucking mystic shit you can add on to, you know, uh, the, the marketing ploy. Uh, you launch it on Forest Friday in September. We've got a great fucking ca- – we've got great character stories there. We've got a continuation of Han Solo. The continue the sequel to Han Solo is the Boba Fett movie. You've got Crimson Dawn. You've got Jabba. You've got Han. You've got Lando, Chewie, Kira. And Han and Kira's love story gets wrapped up in that on opposite sides of the table. And Disney goes back to basics. They know what they do right, and they go back to doing it right. And that's where we get Star Wars on track. Yeah. Now, that's me. that's me in a dream. That's me in a dream, but that sounds like what uh, – and listen, if anyone's listening at Disney, I'm free on weekends, you know, $20 an hour. $20. $20. Let me, $20. Let me get in that room. You know, Pablo and me, I know Pablo likes Coronas. I'll bring a fucking 12-pack of Coronas. There it is. We're good there, and we'll fucking come through. I got some good bud here from Queens. I don't know if he smokes. Huh, I'm but, sure he does. Pablo looks yeah. like a stoner. Eric, what do you think about my theory? I mean, I'd, I definitely think that's a way it could go. I don't know that it's ever that cut and dry, though, man. I really think that there's some chances that they could take that could really pan out. Right. And because here's the deal, man. You've got this gigantic franchise with characters that go off in every direction. You you sort of got to use it, I, right. I guess. I don't know, guys. I, 
Here's the thing. Here, I will say one thing about Disney owning this franchise. I don't think you're going to get the risks. I don't think you're going to get the crazy risks that everybody wants. You're not going to get a Crimson Dawn standalone film. You're not going to get a film about a side character, about Kira, and a standalone Kira film. They're looking at it, like Eric says every week, they're looking at it as dollar bills. Lucasfilm might not be, but Iger's looking at it mm-hmm. as dollar bills. Okay, right. And so is the board. They're looking at it as dollar bills. You're not going to get these crazy standalone films that everybody wants to see or these things that people say it's time to go outside the box. That's not going to happen for a long, long time. The only thing that you're going to get, in my opinion, and I give them full credit for doing this, giving Benioff and Weiss a, an entire new story and, let, and letting Ryan Johnson do a whole other trilogy – I mean, that's off the charts. I, I can't believe they're letting them do that. But I don't think you're going to get standalones that, are, that deviate from characters that we know and love and that we're familiar with. I just don't think it's happening until the, those characters from the movies that we don't know about yet, the new trilogies, we, maybe we can get them from there and they'll spawn standalones from there. But I don't think they're going to have the balls to do these like Kira standalone films or stuff like that. Right. That makes sense. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Probably Even though we not. want that, I get it. I mean, everybody wants that. Everybody wants to see an L3 Lando love story. I get it. No, people want to see Dash Rendar before they see Akira. Or Dash Rendar, yeah, of course. <laughs> of course, everybody would love to see these things, but I don't know. Exactly. It's just not happening. Yeah, but you got to incorporate those characters into the oh, yeah. the, fran- the franchise characters. I would like, love oh, that. Oh, yeah, of course. I would yeah. love that. That's, that's fantastic. And I, and I think Solo started... That with all the Easter eggs and the references, I think that has a precedent now, and they can definitely do that, which which would be great. I love that. And, and I'll finish after this. I'm done. But they're saying like, okay, yeah, standalones are done. They failed with Solo. It's not going to happen. Okay. There's a Boba Fett action figure on a rack in the United States on a peg, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year for the last 30 years. And some store that's closed right now in one city, there's a Boba Fett action figure. There's probably a Lando figure close to that 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 time mm-hmm. that I just listed right there. Right. There's probably a Yoda figure on that rack. There's, there may even be a Qui-Gon figure, cl- probably not as close to 365 days a year. But if you think that they're not going to do standalone movies because this one movie didn't hit a, a billion dollars worldwide <laughs> in the box office, you're out of your fucking mind. You're out of your mind. The, the, these characters are just as big as the Mickey Mouses of the world, as the Captain Americas, the Spider-Mans, and the Batmans of the world. Mm-hmm. And they make just as much money. So if you're sitting here, oh, Solo failed, fuck Last Jedi, it sucks, they're never going to make standalones again, you're fake news like Donald Trump, motherfuckers. <laughs> and we're going to just drop the mic on that fuck meals right there. Can't wait for Johnny to listen to this one. Oh, he's he's gonna just, still going to criticize me, but he's going to smile in the back because he's going to be proud he of me. He's laughing right now. He's laughing right yeah. now. He's going to be proud of you. Well, there it is, guys. There's your Star Wars talk. We dove in for a good hour about Star Wars, it looks like. Um, and uh, even though there was no really crazy news. And one last thing I do want to say is that it looks like Comic-Con, we're going to get the 10-year anniversary of Clone Wars. And they're bringing the whole crew back together. And a bunch of people are going to be there for that. Per, uh, that participated in filming, making, acting, and doing the voices and all that stuff. So that's going to be kind of cool. Uh, do you guys know who Michael Pasquale is? 
He's an artist. He's 800 pound productions. Yes. He has a Kickstarter going for a book, a physical release book of some of his art. And the guy is, he does tremendous work. Mm -hmm. So, uh, check him out, man. It's 800 LB productions and Michael Pasquale. Super good. There's only, by the time you hear this on when it comes out, there'll only be like three days left to fund the Kickstarter. It'll probably clear by then because right now it's just a few percent away. But man, at least go look into it. The guy is great. Yeah. Lots of Star Wars stuff. Oh, very, very cool. That's great. Do you know his uh, Twitter handle we can put out there? It is Mike Pasquale Art. And that is M I K E. P-A-S-Q-U-A-L-E-A-R-T on very, Twitter. Very cool. Very cool. So check that out, peeps. Go on there and support a great artist. All right. I think it's time for our Jurassic World 2 review. And it's not going to be long, let me tell you. I'll let Boo go first because he was pretty excited about this film. I was. And remember, I was not excited when I saw the second trailer. Mm-hmm. And then I read reviews how great this film was mm-hmm. and how great the direction was of this film. Yep. That got me really excited. And it said, don't worry about that second trailer. It's not going to be anything like it. So we're going to spoil Jurassic World 2. We're going to do you a favor. We are going to do you a favor. So if you haven't seen it, listen to this review. <laughs> is what I'm saying. <laughs> Boo, what is your thoughts on this juggernaut of film? So let me begin. Star Wars, or not Star Wars, I'm sorry. Jurassic World. Dinosaurs yeah, we can are go great. Back to Star Wars. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, dinosaurs are great. There's just something about seeing fucking dinosaurs on the big screen. There's just something about it. I can't, I can't deny that. That's probably one of the only highlights of this movie. The first half, because we're going to spoil the shit out of it, doing you a favor, is them on the island trying to save the dinosaurs, trying to be benevolent people, you know, trying to be, uh, I guess, yeah, good, uh, humanitarians. Good Samaritans. Good Samaritans. Thank you. Yeah. You know, you know, do these animals ex- or exist actually? Or are they things? Or are they actually animals that deserve? That's good. The, the whole island exploding. Fucking badass. That was pretty cool. There's something about like epic disaster moments or disaster movies where I'm like, okay, I need more of this. Cause right. seeing that shit on that massive of scale, great. After that, walk out. <laughs> it was just, just uh. leave. Just go. Just go. You you don't need anything else. After that, it's just bad. Where it turns into like there's this bad guy, and then there's like this auction. They're selling dinosaurs now. And now they have like this mega raptor thing that's that's trained and intelligent to do shit. Stupid. Just really fucking bad. It just goes downhill. There's some clone girl that nobody cares about. <laughs> oh fuck. And they finally make the decision. To kill the dinosaurs and end it, you know, in in a pretty symbolic way. No, clone girl saves the fucking dinosaurs and let them go free. Okay, and then <laughs> and then there's there's the scene at the end where you see Blue like running across, looks like Utah or something or Arizona or something like that, and she looks upon this like I think neighborhood, it was Rancho Cucamonga. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it looks like this this neighborhood, this cul-de-sac area. You know, this looks. I'm like, I'm thinking every single fucking dog and cat in that neighborhood is dead, dead, dead. Oh yeah! Holy shit! Every human being's dead. Yeah, that too. That too. And I'm like, this is not. This is not what she thought. Kind of thing. I understand the T Rex being out. That's 
that's a problem. That's a big problem, but that's, <laughs> that's a, a big, that's a loud problem. That's a big issue. Yeah, but the but the raptor like like less it's gonna start eating kids and shit. I'm like, the fuck. That's a terrible way to end it. You know, with her looking out, it should have been like her, you know, chasing down some deer or something like that, which would have been fine. No, she's looking at a fucking neighborhood. This would be a fucking. And by dis- she, you're talking about blue. Yes, yeah, she, yeah. Blue is the blue, raptor. Blue is the raptor. She's gonna the, fucking the second most intelligent creature on, on the planet. Yeah, exactly. Is out in the middle of a fucking neighborhood. It's gonna fucking eat everybody and everybody's cat. Grandma's gonna die. Um. So yeah. So once once they are back on the boat and they make it back on the boat, go. Just go home. Yeah, go that's true because leave. that scene is pretty cool and it's pretty sad. Yeah, yeah. There's and there's they should have just part. ended it. Of, half of the an brachiosaur getting swallowed up by the volcano. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but cool. oh god, that's sad. Yeah. You you want you want to hit this up less real quick? They have a cloned human. Oh god! And they don't do anything with it. He, exactly. From Camino. She is, is it from Camino. <laughs> yeah. Camino. They have a, a cloned device. human, and they go, "Oh yeah." And this was one of the reasons why the the partnership dissolved. That that suddenly appeared, and that's it. Like, that's it. Yeah, she's just there, and she's a clone. It's so bad, guys. I know, and I know that Mike, you haven't seen it. I know Eric haven't. You haven't seen it. Please don't go. See not it. only that. Okay, so there's all these. There's there's things like callbacks to like previous films in the right. franchise, and you go all three, all three, films. and you go, yeah, that's awesome. That's from the first one. But don't do the exact same shit. The guy was basically Ariana Richards' character. He's the nerd. Instead of like in the very in the first one when she sits down and she unlocks the system and she's like, I know this. The only difference now is he just goes around and plugs in a fucking USB port and and is able to do the same exact shit. There's the, the scene. Huh? He's a little bitch. There's the scene where the the clone girl is uh, Maisie is her name. She's trying to pull down that the like fuck you remember her name. Yeah, stupid. She's name trying too. to pull down the uh the thing which is just like the first one where Ariana Richards' character is trying to pull down the cover and the raptor is chasing her. Uh it just Yeah, you're right, Carlos. As soon as they get off the island, just that's it. Okay, here's my quick take. Dinosaurs like Boo said are very cool to watch on big screen. There's something about them like he said you get goosebumps right when you see them. And they got, they're, they're getting to a point where they look so fucking real that it's crazy. I mean, you really feel it. And we saw it in 3D. It was super, visually, it was super cool. But when you start in, insulting my intelligence, when you are telling me that a Brachiosaurus can fit in a fucking. That's right. They pulled it out of a freaking, like, cargo container, a cargo like a shipping container. container. Okay. Like, it just or, stumbled out of the damn thing. Or you're telling me that this raptor blew has the best scent that it could smell from a mile away. Probably more than that, yeah. Right? They say it, they, they, they tell you this. Yeah. And then half hour later, they have this cloned Indoraptor. Indoraptor. The highest. Who is the, the highest. The ultimate predator. Ultimate predator. Yeah. He's standing on a box, and he can't smell human beings that are right underneath him. You're just insulting me, dude. Yeah, that that are sweating because they're freaking the fuck out. They're probably shitting their adrenaline. Their pants. Yeah, their yeah. butt cracks stinking. Yeah, their armpits. A, yeah, you can't a find them. Clone girl, like, why are you bringing a cloned human into Jurassic World? Because she's a plot device. She was literally made so she presses the button that lets them out. 
That's all she's there for. Is that, that is to drive the it. connection of, well, I'm a clone and they're a clone. The species exactly. survive. When she did that, I was like, that's the only reason why she's even in this movie is to press that button. Because Bryce Dallas Howard did the right thing. Let them die. Let them die. This needs right. to end. There's been enough uh, damage. There's been enough people killed where this needs to end. And no, clone girl's like, no, they're like me. Beep. Oh, come on. And, right. and then also... uh no lion is going to stand face to face oh, with a fucking T Rex. Right. Yeah, so when the T Rex gets roar, out, when the T Rex gets out, oh hell no, nah, man, no lion. I don't care how big that damn thing is. That thing could be Lionel from Thundercats. <laughs> He's dipping, dog. That, it, yeah, not even He's, Mufasa is Mufasa. Be like, fuck, let's get out. Yeah. That that's a dinosaur, guys. He's like, that's I'm, like, I'm the, gonna run into the circle the of life has just enlarged itself a thousand times. It's time to leave, everyone. Yeah, they're Mufasa out. Would have said. This is CNN. That too. <laughs> Come on, dude. So, people, do yourself a favor. Don't go see this. And don't go see the next one because there's going to be a next one. How the fuck are they going to sell this to people? You have dinosaurs all over Northern California roaming around. No, all different parts of the world because some Russian guy spent $25 million, right? Oh, yeah, the stupid $20 million. But listen, so you guys, you guys give this audience too much credit. They, they, they made Transformers money up to five movies, and they That's hated true. the Last Jedi. That's true. Yeah, yeah, and, and someone's gonna put together a producer's oh, team and, and <laughs> say they're ready to remake Jurassic World. <laughs> the Fallen already Kingdom. Being, exactly. Already being exactly. Production. It was a 2021 or something like that. Yeah, this movie's gonna out? make a billion dollars. We're ready to have this conversation right now. And here's the yeah, thing. but does that include China? China makes up for half of that shit. People, we do not give this thing. Aces, the seal of approval. We can't do it. We I'd, just can't. I'd rather have blue bite off my thumbs. You guys just saved me 50 bucks. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Yeah. Don't go try selling tickets in front of that theater. <laughs> no, Somebody smack that. the shit out of you. Yeah. Fucking waste of money. <laughs> selling tickets. Well, what else is coming out, guys? You're the pros at this shit. Like, what am I looking forward to the next couple of weeks? Well, we got Man on the Wasp. But Sicario mm, Day of the okay. Soldado is coming right. out, too. Oh yeah, Benicio. This this weekend actually. Yes, please go see that one instead. Yeah. Please, please go see that one. By the way, guys, what do you call a sleeping dinosaur? Please tell me. A dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna that joke is better than the movie, that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. So let's no, that was a good joke. Thank you, buddy. Let's move good. on. You stole that from me, butthole, and you know it. <laughs> did, I, did, you, did you say that? I am almost positive I have because I tell that to my little sure. girl all oh, the time. Yes. I've, never, I've never heard you say that, Eric. That's I, a cool little. I, mean, I would have credited you. That probably gets gets a little giggle. Just like That's I awesome. credit Cinema Blend for everything I do. Cinnabon? Mm. Coming, actually, let's talk a little Transformers, another fantastic franchise, <laughs> uh, with our man, our crazy Transformers super fan, yeah. a guy that knows everything about Transformers. Including why they've sucked so bad over the last two or three oh. movies. <laughs> Michael Bay. Michael Bay. Done. That's right. Answer's done. Mike, what do you think about this Bumblebee film? Is it going to be the E.T. of Transformers films? That's what people are dubbing this. Wow. It's got that E.T. connection with this new young lead actress, who's a great actress, by the way. If you've seen True Grit, you know what I'm talking about. What do you think about the Bumblebee trailer? And what do you think? Do you, are you excited about this? I will say that I'm more excited about this than I have been of the last of the Mark Wahlberg 
era of star of Transformers films, the last two films. I think that Paramount and Hasbro have realized that they really need to take a step back and wipe the the board clean and kind of start over. But to do that, they're doing a soft reboot where they're giving what we've asked for for 10 years now, over 10 years now, actually, uh, which was the G1 style of the Transformers um, in an 80s setting, which I actually always wanted, um, in a way that they can still fit it into the Bayverse. So they don't, re- they're basically not kneeling down saying that they completely fucked up, right? They're not saying like, all right, we're just going to take it back to the war for Cybertron, get rid of Michael Bay and start completely fresh. No, here's a Bumblebee movie. He's a Volkswagen. He meets a young girl. It's in, uh, you know, and um, an extraterrestrial comes down and this girl protects him and he protects her type of thing. But I'm, I'm more excited about it than I have been for a Transformers film in a long time. And one, I think Paramount and Hasbro and the whole story team realize their mistakes. And most importantly, which I've already mentioned and should be common sense, is that Michael Bay's not directing the fucking movie. They've got other people involved who realize that this is a beloved franchise that's gone wrong. That's gone extremely wrong for way too long, about five years or maybe even seven or eight years too late. And now... If it was up to me, I'd say skip this whole fucking thing. Go back to Cybertron, do it up, do it right, CGI the whole thing. We don't need 99% humans, 1% Transformers. But if this is what works for it, and if this is what's going to make it work, let them do this this PG movie. Let them do this, you know, kid, you know, tween, 12 to 15-year-old focused demographic film. This love, not love story, but this friendship between Bumblebee and this girl have a great action, fun ride, similar to a Disney film. And then this is like the entryway, the gate to what I hope is going to happen, where from here, we'll go back 60 million years to Cybertron, right? I'm excited. I'm excited because Jenny's excited. <laughs> so it's the, cool. first trans, it's the first Transformers movie she's been excited about. She saw the trailer. She's like, Oh my God, it looks so good. I can't believe I actually want to see this. You know, everybody loves Bumblebee, men and women. He's the most likable character in all the films outside of Optimus from us man children. Uh, and it's, it's a perfect scenario to put, tie him together with like a young teenage girl. You know, I, I think that, that they can really make something happen to this movie. And most importantly, guys, they've already got me, guy, you know, my demographic and the psychographic of Mike Pappas waiting for them to reboot this shit but they're using this film to bring back and also bring on the new generation of fans because let's face it the last jedi didn't do it at least not in this country maybe in china but it didn't do it in this country so if they're going to lock up both girls and boys of ages 6 to 12 and also 13 to 17 let's do it with this film and then let's bring everybody back to cybertron on the next one and let's just start fresh what like do you guys it. think? Like it. Oh, well, from looking at this preview, I feel like it feels like a different tone. So feeling like a different tone is a good thing because the last three have not been great. I mean, visually, we always talk about how amazing these fucking things look, how amazing they transform, which is absolutely dead on, like spot on. It's visually beautiful. It's just the storylines are getting so lame 
that is the, the special effects isn't holding up to what the storyline is. This one looks like it's more about story than special effects. Plus, we get to see Starscream look like fucking Starscream. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, uh, there was a great tweet that went out. I forget the uh, – and, and I apologize in advance. I forget what the handle was and who the person was. But uh, it's actually not the original F-15. Um, it's a, it's a newer – it's not the Phantom, right? It's a newer jet. Yeah. But it, it, it's it's very close, right? Like, if you don't right. know about Jets, like, it's the closest thing to Starscream that we've ever had in a film. Um, so I'm cool with it. Like, that's fucking cool. What do you think about this? Uh, our MSW friend, Anthony Bresnigan, he's covering the Bumblebee film. I love it. Talking about it. It's amazing. Yeah. What do you think about what they're talking about? Uh, they, they He interviewed the executive producer, uh, Lorenzo D. Bonaventure, and he told Bresnigan that after the Bumblebee film, they're going to work on an Optimus Prime standalone. What do you think about that situation? Well, I'm I'm hoping that that Prime movie is the origination of Optimus Prime. Like, and and again, my point back to Cybertron. So we will get the CGI movie that, and, and I'm I'm fanboying out, but I'm hoping that we get the Prime origin story uh, that I've I've always wanted, yeah. which is Orion, Orion, uh, Optimus Prime in Legends was uh, Orion Pax, which was a, a warrior for Cybertron. Actually, he wasn't a warrior. He was a pacifist. But he had, uh, you know, he was able to fight if he needed to. And Orion Pax then took the Matrix and became Optimus Prime. And I'd like to see the story of Orion Pax and how the war for Cybertron and the different political views, because uh, the the planet was, was dying, um, the views that he took and why he took on the leadership and the burden that he took on similar to Spider-Man with, you know, with great strength comes with all this great responsibility. Sure. I'd like to see that story with Optimus Prime and bring it back and then tell that war for Cybertron story. And then once those movies are made, you know, not that people are going to forget about the Michael Bay days or that even the Mike, the first Michael Bay movie should be forgotten, but we can take the franchise in a lot of different directions and have it thrive for when, you know, when I have my first kid and, and for when all of you do as well. And well, Eric and your daughters, you know, um, and that's what we need from Transformers, man. We need it to be on Star Wars level. It should be. It shouldn't be 90 percent uh, Shia LaBeouf and Mark Wahlberg. We want to see <laughs> we want to get in the heads of the Transformers. We want them to feel and act like humans because they are living, uh, you know, they're 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 alien, but they're still just like us. They have a soul. And they need to be treated that way. And I think Michael missed a lot of that. So I'm hoping that they make the right decisions moving forward. If they tell the story that I'm thinking with Optimus Prime, there is hope, my friends. There is hope. Maybe you need to be involved in the Transformer story group. I'd love to. And pitch the I, I, GoBots Transformers crossover listen, idea. Adam Strafford's got hooks at, at Hasbro. I That's told right. him I want to get into that story group. Let me get in that story group for a day for free. I'll sign any NDAs you want. I've read every comic book uh, up until All Hail Megatron, similar to Fernando, like five years ago. That's all that matters. Uh, <laughs> from the Dreamwave days to the IDW days, the old Marvel days. Damn. Let me get in there. We'll fucking we'll make this shit happen, man. We'll make it happen. I'd, lo I'd love to do that. Mm -hmm. And if that happens five years from now, you guys will be co-hosting my Transformers podcast if that, that happens. That would be badass. <laughs> Hell yeah. Sign us up. Here's the thing. What was your what is your favorite Transformer toy? Uh Unicron. I have a um 
Yeah, I have a star uh Transformers. I I can't help but be on a podcast and say star first. Yeah, that's right. Um I have a uh uh Transformers Armada uh version of Unicron. Well, that was the only real Unicron toy that was brought to retail. There was one originally that you'll see in um the toys that made us the Transformers episode. You actually see it in the background of one of the Hasbro guys talking. They never brought that to retail. But I have the Amazon Prime exclusive version of the um, Transformers Armada Unicron with the 1986 movie version paint on him. And he actually transforms into a planet. And that is, uh, I'll send you guys, it's in my garage right now, but I'll send you guys a picture and I'll uh, Facebook message Eric with it. Actually, it's awesome. It's fucking awesome. That's rad. Did you uh, ever, Eric, did you ever uh, collect Transformers or play with Transformers as a kid? Oh, dude, I had one of the original Optimus Primes. I got him nice. when I was probably 11. And, uh, I mean, I was like that edge where I, where I didn't want my friends to know that I was buying toys, but God, it was so dope. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I kind of wish I still had him. Have you guys, uh, all watched the toys that made us, uh, on Netflix? I haven't yet. I haven't watched I'm the Transformers episode yet. We sold well over 400,000 of these. It grew into a billion dollar franchise. Star Wars films to date have roughly made $7 billion at the box office. The toys have made twice that amount. She has had 180 careers. He had a bearskin cape and a battle axe. And he called him E-Man. It was ingrained in American culture. G.I. Joe was a doll. This is not a doll. This is an action figure. These toys have become my life. Oh, it's great. You should really watch it because it really shows the bond between the Japanese toy companies and the American toy companies. Um, And uh, it goes beyond Star Wars, actually. I mean, again, I did it again. It goes beyond Transformers, actually. Not in that episode, but like that's like really where you can start educating yourself on um, the importing of Japanese toys into America. And then we obviously productize it for the Western audience. But it's um, it, it's a great episode. And for us as Star Wars fans, uh, it's something that I think you guys would actually really, really enjoy. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did Can, can we go back? Struthers has actually yeah. seen something. What's that? Hey. Easy. <laughs> hey, that wasn't me, by the way. That was Boo. <laughs> it was a different time. Boo's it was, was 1984. Time. Things were crazy. Yep. <laughs> up was down. Down was up. It was a weird man. Time. If I have a question for you guys, uh, and mostly for well, well, Boo and Les, how old are you guys? <laughs> are you, I'm, you I'm 39, man. I'm 25. Okay, so we're all the. All right, so who's 25? I am. I'm 25. That's okay. Carlos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if uh, and, and I'm not speaking for Carlos here, omitted here, but if if <laughs> uh, the the four of us could get 10 million dollars right now and keep living our lives, or go back to and you keep everything that we know now, our brains stay the same, or go back to say, well, we got to be a little bit older. So say like mid 80s mid to late 80s would we would you go back or would you take the money i know everything that's happened yes you, oh. you keep your essence but it goes can't, back to that time. 
No, 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 you can't. Anything that you can monetize off of, you don't know, but you know everything oh, okay. else. Okay, because that would have been different. I, oh. I, I make a billion dollars real quick. <laughs> you can be rich right now, or you can go back to, like, say, when you were eight or nine years old and know oh, everything man. that you know that's oh, going to, like, God. And be- not in terms of not in terms of your destiny, but in terms of just knowledge. Like knowledge with chicks, knowledge with like business, knowledge with like fandom and shit that you're passionate and that you love about and how to interior decorate, how to get in, make it do an oil change on your car, like sh- how to right, fucking right. all that shit. And shit like, that you wouldn't have to stumble over as you grow right. up. Right, like exactly. I think exactly. I think how not to vomit the first time you get drunk, you know? Right. I think I'd take the ten million because I'm thinking back towards my life. I think I enjoyed everything that I've that I've done, and Bless. I think I'm filled. And so I take the ten million and start this next wave of my life with being a fucking millionaire and living my life like a champ. Less. What about you? I'm going back to. I'm going to sixth <laughs> grade. I'm legit going to yeah, sixth you're grade. You make out with that girl. You're gonna make out with that girl. You never got to make out. Yeah, with. I'm, I'm gonna Danielle milk Danielle Clark. You're right, Danielle DeClark, If you're out there, <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> Danielle, damn it. No, I'm going oh. back and I'm gonna work this light skinned green eyed, black thing, Puerto Rican thing to the fullest, dude. No, work, know how to work it now. That's that's all I that's all I have to <laughs> say, God, people. That, that, uh, but, then you, but then you think of think of think weird shit like this before Eric and Boo gives you the answers. Is but would you have met? Would I have met my wife? If I go back, would I have? Right. Would I be living the life that I'm uh, living yeah, now? Yeah, you know what? That's okay, so that is know. a tough thing because. Uh, well, well, no, you can find her. You can even find her younger. Yeah, you can find true. her younger. You can spend more time yeah, with her. You can, you can and you know what she younger. likes, so you know you'd you'd wrap that up quick. Ooh. You still got to wait about ten years. You can so. go to college and see what her college. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Who's right? I got to wait about ten years. Yeah. <laughs> Damn you! <laughs> but no, you oh, could God. legit like be a child like business mogul. Like legit, I could be like, okay, I know I can Richie do Rich. this. I can do that. I can start. You know. Ooh. Yeah, you'd be able to navigate at that age, knowing what you know. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna stick with that answer. As much as the 10 million would be great, I'm gonna go ahead and stick with that answer. I'll go back straight to sixth grade. How about Eric? Selfish. Eric, what do you you got, dude? I'm really torn on this one. Okay, (laughs) exactly. Because right now, I would not. My life rules right now. Yeah, me too. I got, but I got the best wife. I got two amazing kids, and I'm on a really good podcast. Plus this one. Yeah, I was waiting for that. But but there are things that I would go back and change. Like, okay, I would probably there's a couple of chicks that I hooked up with that I would like not hook up with so that I could, I don't know, keep it in the triple digits. And (laughs) I love it. Oh, that was a good one. And no, it's dude, I don't know, man. That's that is hard. I, I. If it were would even slightly risk the chance that I couldn't end up married to my wife and oh, have my kids, man. then no. God Not bless you. That's that's the tough question, man. That's the thing. Like, what if, like, let's just say you go back and you're young, and what if you meet somebody else because you made the different decisions in your life? Something else falls in front of you. You just don't know, right? right? So that's and, why I, mean, I this have is going to sound ridiculous. And I realize, you know, we're talking about a different sort of hypothetical, right? But Okay, let's say the things turned out different and I met somebody else. My wife got married to somebody else. 
and we would have never known and that's fine. But like to knowingly and dude, I know I'm very, very prejudiced towards this, I guess. But to rob the world of my kids, dude, my kids are awesome. And for them to never have existed would be a crime against humanity because they rule. Exactly. That's that's a tough one. Now, now, see, the reason why I made my decision is I'm not truly tied to anything like that. So I understand where you are coming from. I understand where Roger's coming from. But me, I'm free. That's it's true. You're, you're free reign. <laughs> How about you, boo? That's tough. I could use $10 million right now. <laughs> you're still young, fucker. <laughs> I could use $10 million. Boo's hey, still young. Hey, yeah, $10 million would be $10 million great. $10 million is still $10 million. Take $10 million, million yeah. young, man. Fuck. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Ten million, but to like do my do my life over, it's not a bad. Well, no, I I, I enjoyed my. Yeah, I'll take the ten million. Yeah, I'll take ten million right now. Yeah, I think you. I would take the ten million. You know what I would get? I would get that fucking Megatron toy that I loved when I was a kid with that ten million dollars. Wait, you wouldn't remake the Last oh. Jedi? <laughs> Wait, hold on. I'll be right back. I got to take a picture for a Raj. Hold okay. on. I'd probably make Godfather three over though. See, imagine if Twitter guys other think things. about this. That's think, right. Think about this. Godfather 3, which comparatively to Godfather 1 and 2, is garbage. Yes. But a lot of films comparatively to those two masterpieces are garbage. Godfather 3 was still nominated for Best Picture. It's still a decent movie on its own if you didn't compare it to the first two. Imagine if we had social media when that shit came out. Oh, oh my God. Wow. Holy yeah. hell. Sofia Coppola wouldn't have a job. Sofia Coppola would have been... Oh my God! Ridiculed oh, just so badly. Yeah, she wouldn't. She wouldn't be in Hollywood. Oh, oh ruined gosh. Andy Garcia's career. Can you imagine? Yes, exactly. Yeah, Andy Garcia wouldn't be an actor. Great question, though, Mike. Yeah, sorry to sorry to uh, digress. No, 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 so no. Please digress. Our podcast should be called Digress. Yeah, we talked about porn names last week. Yeah. Oh, by the way, oh, what yeah. what was uh, Optimus Prime's first name? You said Orion Pax. See, that sounds like a fucking cool porn name. So <laughs> I'm. <laughs> I'm, 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 that his is brother's pretty name cool. was Fudge. He worked in the other end of the industry. Oh, the other Ooh. end, literally. Nice one. <laughs> well played. Well played. So I'm uh, Chili Rockefeller. Uh, Boo, what was your name? Uh, Dodger Howard. Les? Tiger Darby. And Eric, what was yours? Bruno 8th Street. <laughs> <laughs> Bruno 8th Street. Mike, what would be your porn name? First pet, first street you lived on. Oh wow! Uh, Tiger thirty nine. Oh, you're you're living very close to fucking <laughs> fucking Bruno Eighth right there. <laughs> Tiger thirty nine. It's fantastic. Let's just switch and, it to sixty nine. Like, yeah, just, switch yeah, to 69, just yeah. fucking three Tiger, times two. Tiger sixty nine. I love it. <laughs> We're gonna ask all of our guests what their porn names would be. That's our, that's our thing. Now, by the way, that Megatron, if I remember correctly, was the gun. Correct. Yeah, I just sent you a picture of oh, it. Oh, you did? Oh, I gotta check that out. And that mint gun, in the, mint, mint in the box. Do you have that? Oh, I'm gonna get goose, yeah, goosebumps. I'm gonna play with it and probably wreck it when I'm there. I'm just gonna tell you right now. <laughs> oh shit! Oh my god! I thought I was sending you this picture. I'm sending it to this other kid. He's like, "Where'd you dig that out of?" I thought it was you. No, definitely not me. <laughs> I'm thank, sending you the picture right thank now. Thank God it's not yeah. a dick pic. That. That's <laughs> oh no, it's definitely not. So yeah, I'm waiting for that picture, and I'll probably get goosebumps. Yeah, it's coming in right now. It's okay, coming great. in right now. Yeah, great. Oh man, I used to love that gun. I used to. Here's the crazy thing about that gun: it looked fucking real. If mm -hmm. I remember correctly, with the scope yeah. and everything, 
So if you watch the toys that made us, they show you the whole scenario that like the customs went through to get that gun here from Takara, oh. which is re- re- it's actually really interesting. Yeah, it's a great show, man. I'm excited for season three. Did you you guys watch the Star Wars episode, right? I haven't yeah. seen any of it yet, buddy. So oh, dude, it's such a fucking good binge, dude. dude I gotta I'm... I gotta finish my Thirteen Reasons Why, man. Come on now. Oh come on with that shit again. <laughs> I already, I, you, I, I, already, I already finished the whole fucking series here. It's good television. I'm not going to lie. But people are going to be so mad knowing that I'm still not caught up with Westworld. And I've caught up. I've finished 13 Reasons Why. Oh, God, I'm going to get fucking so many messages. Raj, I sent you uh, a couple pics, but don't look at the other two. Just look at the last one I sent you. Okay. Uh, and boys, I'm going to get this to you, too. You'll you'll appreciate oh, yeah, this. No, no, we'll see it. Yeah. Yeah, appreciate it. So, guys, I got this. Uh, um, this sail barge coming to me because I was fucking hammered on some Stellas, and I just decided to give Hasbro five hundred bucks. <laughs> you got that? Oh, you you ended up yeah. getting that? Yeah. So I got this sail barge coming. Right, Johnny's like, "Yo, Mikey, like, you know, you're you're not into the the, the three and three quarter inch, you know? Like, let me get the sail barge, right?" So I'm like, oh, "I don't know, you know." So I'm kind of holding it right now. Well, I mean, I don't even have it yet. It doesn't even come in until April two thousand eight nineteen. Jesus. But Johnny wants a sail barge, but he's not telling me. I'm like, yo, little bro, you, you got to give me give me a couple of dollars. I pay 500. You got to give me like 700, you know? Yeah. So he's like, no, you know, like, let's see what happens, this and that. So I'll keep you guys posted what I do with it if I give it to him or not. But I'm thinking maybe I just give it to him for 500 because I love yeah, him. What do you think? It's, yeah, it's, it's like, just, just your boy. It's just it's Johnny. And it him, right? unfortunately, I wish it was there when we were there. I'd sleep on it probably. You know, I, you so know what I big. have though? They sent me um a behind the scenes Hasbro lab making of the sail barge, and it's this really cool book. I haven't even taken it out of the plastic because they brought it, it they sent it in like a sealed plastic. And it's actually like binded really well. It's all color pages. So when you come here and we get fucking hammered on some Stellas, we'll like we'll open it up and look at it and shit. Now uh that's what that comes with Yak Face, right? Uh no yak no yak face, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jason. Sorry, buddy. Hashtag not my cell barge. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Jason, I just got, I just got your picture, by the way. And oh, I, you got it. Oh, I'm gonna show. Them. Look at that. It's a thing of beauty. Yeah, what's crazy is, God damn, it looked real. Like you can get shot by a cop with that shit. Yeah, I know. Crazy, oh, Eric. I'm gonna say. Yeah, you seen it? Yeah, it's perfectly in mint condition. The awesome. listeners, perfect mint condition in the box. Can't wait to open that shit when I get there. Uh, we're not a uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. He's going to cut you open. You do I'm that. just yeah. messing with you guys. You know, you know what's funny? That thing has fire mechanisms. So you, there have these little pellets that you can actually put in Megatron. And nobody talks about this. It actually has a spring inside uh, the Transformer. And you can actually shoot pellets out of that thing. That's crazy. And nobody right? talks about it. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember it, that part. Maybe because uh, I wasn't allowed to do that because I was Persian shit. And I'd probably get fucking taken away to Guantanamo. But yeah. I, I had no idea. Yeah, that's really cool. We're not. We're still not opening it. But yeah, don't don't tell me these things. Yeah, that shit's don't talk about the pellets. Yeah, not don't talk about the pellets. Not the pellets. All right. Well, thanks for breaking down Transformers. We never had a Transformer breakdown as well. Um, I just want to ask one more thing to Les. I know you didn't collect Transformers, right, Boo? No, I, I had some toys, but collect? No, not really. Okay. And what was your favorite one, Les? My my favorite is Soundwave. Soundwave. I thought so. Yeah. Okay. I remember you saying that before. 
All right. I'm definitely going to watch that show on Netflix. I've heard great things about it. So maybe I'll watch it tonight. Maybe I'll watch let make yeah, Dude, you'll honestly you'll be hooked, guys. I, if you put that on, you'll start watching the Hello Kitty and the Barbie episodes and then you'll be like I'm not telling anybody on Twitter I'm watching this. <laughs> Cuz it's just really well produced. It's excellent. Cool. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to that. Let's uh, dive real quick into some comic book movie and TV news. Kevin Fige, our buddy. I wish he was my buddy. I wouldn't yeah. call him Kevin Fige if he was my buddy. He had a little bit of advice to DC. It seems like people are asking all the Marvel their producers and directors and writers what their advice would be to make DC better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Screen Rant recently asked him about the state of DC films and if he had any advice for Walter Hamada, which is the new person in charge over there, right? Hamada. Mm-hmm. He was promoted to oversee the franchises and everything. Humble as uh, ever, Fijay didn't want to tell another company what they should do with their own properties. Instead, he pointed to the DC films of the past as an inspiration for what they could do going forward. This is what he had to say. I always hesitate to come off as the person who is bestowing advice on people. It's not really what I do. What I do know is that they're great characters, they're good comics, and they've got great history. I'm not shy about saying Richard Donner's Superman, I still think, is the epitome by which all still should follow. It's all there. So he's saying just go back to the original Superman, and that's all you need to follow that strategy and follow that formula, and everything will be fine. So there you have it, DC. That's all you have to do. There's some other comic book news that Les was telling me about, and I had no idea. I heard that uh, Jared Leto is doing another comic book (laughs) character. Haas, yeah. our friend Haas, his favorite character, actor in the whole wide world. Uh, yeah, he's <laughs> apparently he's signed on to be uh, portray Morbius, the living vampire. Jesus in a standalone. No, Morbius, not Jesus. <laughs> Even though he looks like Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what's your thoughts on this? First of all, I don't know who the fuck Morbius is. I didn't know he was one of the rogues in the Spider Man. He's. I was. I was gallery. just gonna say I have no idea. Okay. Uh, Michael Morbius, I think, is the the. He does, he does docu- political documentaries, I heard. <laughs> uh, something happened. He ended up experimenting on himself, I'm sure, and became a living vampire. Uh, he was around. Uh, there was a point where Spider-Man had uh, actual eight limbs. Mm-hmm. He sprouted two, uh, four more arms. Yeah, he actually turned into a spider. Yeah, man. and yeah. Uh, he had to fight. And Morbius was one of the guys he ended up fighting against during that time. My whole thing is... is my question is is simply why are we doing standalone villain film? Like and, and, and why are they why are they Spider Man villain films? I, well they're just gonna bleed Spidey dry. I think Sony is Jesus. like, look, either they're gonna lose Spider Man pretty soon, or they're just like, you know what, he's hot right now because of what Disney's doing. Let's just stretch the shit out of this thing. Well Venom they- makes sense. Venom makes a little bit of sense because he's popular and he's an anti-hero. Yeah. Like, you can make that work in a way, uh, but... Just pure villain films? No. Yeah. Even even the Joker standalone film is still... If it happens, which... Uh, Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> if that happens, that's like, okay, why? Mm-hmm. Like, what? It, it, you just... There's too many questions. I... I mean, I really don't understand what are they going to do? Make make a vampire movie like legit? 
Mm-hmm. Twilight. Just, I don't shit. get it. Yeah, Twilight or Blade or or Blade. True Blood. I don't know, man. Like <laughs> seriously, well, I'm confused. This is Star Wars villain. I mean, uh, see, I I, I had too many Star Wars. <laughs> this time, is Spider Man. He's a Spider-Man villain. It's a Spider-Man villain? Yeah, but he's on like the lower, like the second or third tier villain. Like you have your goblins, hobgoblins, the lizard, Dr. Octopus, uh, Electro, Sandman. The actual rogues gallery. I feel like they're just looking for villains that that no one's, that like even Sam Raimi back then from 2000. Like they're just looking for villains that no one's done before. Without giving the franchise justice, right? Like, I think I think fans would rather see a Craven, Craven the Hunter before you get Morbius. Yes, I mean like, yeah, there there's just other villains or other rogues, and yeah, you need to just chill, like just chill. They they still haven't even given us a a version of the Goblin since Willem Dafoe's version, like of Green Goblin. They need to give us, you know the. the Dr. Octopus, uh, Alfred Molina being Dr. Octopus was probably one of the greatest villain portrayals. Yeah. And probably the greatest, one of the greatest superhero movies out there is Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. Like, it's easily... Great, great film. Easily one of the best movies ever made as far as, like, superhero films goes. And they still haven't even given us new versions of that. So Right, so here's a question for you, and you're the expert at this. Right, Jack Nicholson and Tim Burton's Batman was what year? 1990? 89? 89, I believe. Yeah, 89. All right, and we got Heath Ledger's Joker in 2007, right? Yes. Something like that. All right, so a couple of years before right now, if you want to like kind of put comparisons together, but like, it's okay. Like, someone tell Sony, like, it's okay. You can remake the villain. It's like, you don't have to wait 15 to 20 years. Like, True. enough time has passed. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. I don't know if they're scared to, like, Oh, that's been done before. Like, dude, that was like 2002 or whatever it was. Like, remake it. It's fine with me. Well, they're 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 just they're just dealing with the embarrassment that this is with the Tom Holland Spider Man. This is the third iteration of Spider Man since I don't know when the first one came out. The early 2000s, which is embarrassing because it's not most... actually not that far away. Because I think Heath Ledger's was 2012, right? Heath oh. Ledger's Joker, I think, was like 2012. No, 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 no. It was it was way before that. It was like it was like uh it was the same year that Transformers came out, so I think it's two thousand seven. And I I could be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure it was like around there. Check it all right now. Please. I think it I think it was in the twenty tens, man. Yeah, 'cause uh because I think um uh or uh the third uh the Nolan movie came out in twenty thirteen. So I think that was like Bane Bane was like twenty fourteen, I think. Yeah, Bane was Bane was a little bit later than that, I think. It came out 2008. Uh, 2008. Okay. Right hey, wow. Yeah. All right. Then yeah. I'm way off. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so you're right. Years. Yeah, no. But you can, but, you're right, though. They can, I think they should just push or retread a different villain. And I just don't think you should make a villain film. What's the point of making, the, I mean, I'm sure they'll make a good film, but it's just really. No, see, see and, and and the thing of it is, is that what are you gonna title this? Morbius? Well, nobody knows. Thing. Nobody knows who the fuck he is. No, but and you have a... to put Spider-Man in front <laughs> yes. of it or on it yes. or something to get anybody. Hey, remember when I said Lucasfilm will never do these movies about people and characters that we don't really know, like secondary characters? Well, it looks yeah. like Sony will. Yeah, 
Yeah. God. But I think they could title it The Living Vampire because that's his that's his thing. Okay. He's cursed to be a living but how vampire. Do you, how do you get somebody into the movie theater to see this not knowing or, or not having Spider-Man uh, in the title? You can have him in the trailer all you want. Nobody right, fucking cares right, when right. when you see the living vampire because right. a lot of people don't watch trailers. No, it is it, you know even though YouTube has has you know proliferated the entire you know moviescape you know stuff like that. A lot of people don't still. They just go off of movie titles or they just go to see a movie on a Friday or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you see the living vampire and it's not associated with Spider Man in the title. Fuck, come on. Yeah, it's crazy, man. I don't I don't understand it. I don't get it. Uh, I don't think it's going to do well, but. We'll we'll see, you know. We're living in an era where we're getting comic book movie after comic book movie after characters. It's crazy. I saw Kristen Wiig today in some pictures and stills. She's yes. playing the cheetah. Actually, it looked pretty cool. Yeah. So that was very exciting. And speaking of Spider-Man, Tom Holland gave away the title of <laughs> Spidey 2 accidentally. <laughs> was it accidental? Well, I don't know. People are saying, because I heard he got some shit for it. Was it yes, accidental? I don't think it was accidental. It looked pretty damn obvious. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's called Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. That's what the sequel is going to be called. He put a tweet out there or Instagram video about not having a lot of information. He apologizes, and then he held the script up mm-hmm. and had the name right there. Kevin Feige said that it's going to be him on uh, summer vacation somewhere else. I think he's going to be in Europe or something like that. Yeah, I, I, th- I thought we talked about that it's going to be called Field Trip or something. Yeah. I guess it's uh, we were wrong. It, the rumors were Field Trip, yeah. Yeah, something. the rumors were Spider-Man, yeah. That's, uh, what is it, that's Red Cup? That's the secret name for it or something yeah, like maybe that? Yeah, maybe it was. Maybe yeah. Field Trip was the, was the bullshit name. But check this out, guys. Sony's Venom has generated more views on YouTube, the trailer, than any other Spider-Man film in history. 64 million views for Venom. People want to see that weird tongue. That's not weird. Yeah, the tongue gets people excited. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's Doesn't not weird. Venom's huge. Go ahead, Mike. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought I was just gonna say, doesn't that have to do with it being 2018 and like my mom has a Facebook account? Like more people are sharing and watching videos today be. than it they've ever be. done before. Like, yeah. is that a? You know how they take box office numbers and they add for inflation. Like, can they deflate that for, like, in comparison to whatever year the other trailers were watched? I mean, it's not really a fair comparison. Like, we figure you out know, well, how many, how many uh, people watch the, uh, what is, uh, what's the, what is the, consider the greatest film of all time? Gone with the Wind, uh, back right. in the day, <laughs> right? Right, nobody, like nobody watched trillion. the fucking trailer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah well, it's it, it, so much so that the studio wants to put out this information, like, Create some kind of short buzz, you know what I mean? Some sizzle. Look what for, we did. Yeah, 64 million views on YouTube. But, I mean, Venom, I'm not going to say 64 million is the norm, but Venom is actually a really popular, mm-hmm. extremely, yeah, yeah. extremely popular character. So, the the buzz should be there, but, yeah, I don't know if you're right about the, the inflation or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Maybe those people are right. They're right. going to start saying I mean, that The Last Jedi is streaming at such high numbers that it's just for fakeness. Like when when Alfred Molina played uh, Doc Ock, like I think I just got like AOL broadband. Like, and if I ever watched a video on that, it was probably from like heavy.com or break.com before <laughs> you, YouTube ever existed. You know what I mean? Like, how do yeah, you even compare? Absolutely. To, yeah. Because they're comparing it to other Spider-Man movies. They're like, oh, it's like more viewed than any Spider-Man trailer. Okay. 
No, well, we just got done saying that Spider-Man Two is in the top ten of all the superhero yeah. movies. Like it's right, that damn right. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! All right, so I think on our our last topic here, um, I remember last week we talked about Wendy Carlos and how embarrassing it was for us not knowing that she composed The Shining, Clockwork Orange, and Tron. And we were thinking of top female composers. And our friend Manny sent me an email pointing out that, and I appreciate this email, that Wendy Carlos was actually born Walter Carlos. And she switched over, became Wendy Carlos in, I think, 1968. This is even bigger embarrassment for us, not knowing that the background of Wendy Carlos, because she was a true trailblazer in LGBTQ, and you don't really hear about her story. So I think her story should be out there, and more people should know about it. And she, at a time where it wasn't very Yeah, popular, I was about to say, because wasn't that like around the time that the operations were becoming a possible yeah. thing? Yeah, she, like was, a, she was really a trailblazer oh, in, in, wow. in switching over. So oh. she switched over, and then Kubrick's... To wanted to talk to her and get her to do Clockwork Orange about two years after. Huh. And then after that, she came back and reunited with him and joined forces into The Shining, and then later on to Tron. Wanted to throw that out there. Thank you, Manny, for letting us know that. So, Wendy Carlos. Well, just in general, like on all fronts, I mean, that's some major barriers to break right there. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. It's crazy that we haven't heard of her before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look her up, guys. Look her up on Google, Wendy Carlos, and look up her story and give her her credit. Credit is due. All right, man. I think it's time to wrap it up. Gosh, just thank you guys for having me, man. I hope I didn't embarrass you guys too much. Oh, are you kidding? I had a good time. It Eric, great. it was great to fucking hang out with you, man. Yeah, you fucking too, Awesome. Man. It's been too long since we haven't hung out, man. It's great. Yeah, no, thank you for coming on. I know it's late over there and, and for you in the East Coast, good, Eric, in the Midwest. And uh, we appreciate you guys coming on. And we are on episode 99. We're going to have our big 100th next week. So we can't wait for that. And um, yeah, this is going to be here. Where can people hear you and follow you on Twitter and listen to your voice, Mr. Moneybags? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Maximum Packs, Paps. And uh, you can find me on uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars podcast for winners on the MakingStarWars.net podcast network, just like you nice gentlemen yeah, yeah. Uh, here at the Sith List. One yeah. big old family. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Mr. Struthers, I heard you had a wonderful guest on your last podcast from this wonderful podcast network or just network on Bad Motivators. Please explain. Mr. Jason Ward joined us for a, an evening of intelligent discussion regarding what Star Wars is up to right now, along with a discussion of what the hell is wrong with people. <laughs> it's, a gr- it's a great listen, man. Seriously, it was super fun to do. And Jason yeah, is always, the guy is just, he's smart and funny. And um, I really, I'm thinking about asking him out on a date if I keep nice. that up. Is it, that it out is. right now? If I yeah. want to listen to it tonight? It it's good stuff, man. It really yeah, it dropped uh it dropped this morning, actually. Right. We're recording this on Wednesday. It dropped this morning. Great app, man. Great app. So fantastic. Thanks. And by the way, he loves Mexican food, Eric. That's your way in. Mm. Oh, dude. He He's a man after my own heart. Yes, 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 he does. 
And guys, you can, um, where can people find you, Mr. Les Gonzalez, on Twitter? At LesIsMore78. Boo. Uh, at the Sith List, Boo. And you can find me at the Sith List. And we will catch you on our big episode number 100 next week on the Sith List. Yo, the sun don't shine forever, but as long as it's here, then we might as well shine together. Better now than never, business before pleasure. P. Diddy and the fam, who you know do it better. Yeah, right, no matter what, be airtight. So when you hear something, make sure you hear it right. Don't make an ass out of yourself by assuming our music keeps you moving. What are you chewing? You know that I'm two levels above you, baby. Hug me, baby. I'ma make you love me, baby. Talking crazy ain't gonna get you nothing but choke. And that jealousy is only gonna leave you broke. So the only thing left now is God for these cats. And baby, you know you're too hard for these cats. I'ma win cause I'm too smart for these cats. While they making up facts, you making up plaques. In the commission, you ask for permission to hit him. He don't like me, him and wild wife, he was with him. You heard of us, the murderous, most shady. Been on the low lately, the feds hate me. The sun is they say my killing's too blatant. You hesitating, I'm in your mama crib waiting. Not taping, your fam, destiny lays in my hands. Get lays in my waist. Francis, M to the is H phenomenal. Gun rest under your vest, body of domino. Rhyme a few bars so I can buy a few cars. Then I kick a few flows so I can pick a few holes. Excellence is my presence. Never tense, never hesitate. Leave a nigga bit real quick, real sick. Raw nights, I perform like Mike. Anyone, Tyson, Jordan, Jackson, action, back guns. Ridiculous, and I'm quick to bust. If my ends you touch, kids a girl you touch. In this world I clutch. Two auto, Matto. Used to call me Fatso, now you call me Castro My rap flows, militant, y'all faggots ain't killing shit Oops, Cristal keeps spilling shit You overdid it, Holmes, you in the danger zone You shouldn't be alone, hold hands and say it like me The most shady, Frankie baby, fantastic, graphic Trying to make dough, like Jurassic Parked in, hit the spark kids who start shit See me, only me, the underboss of this holocaust Truly yours, Frank White I got real life shit from front to back Split it up, get your laugh on. See you later, dog. I'ma get my stash on. There's a bag full of money that I get my ass on. I never lose the passion to go platinum. Said I live it up to all the cash gone. Ain't that funny? Only use plastic, crafted to make classics. Hotter than acid. PD, blowing on your tape of CD. The billboard killer, no team killer. The famo, ammo is every channel. We've been hot for a long time, burning like a candle. What you can do is check your distribution. My song from the Houston, like Scarface the Houston. You ain't got it like me. You just mad because I tell her how it is and you tell her how it might be. We got the shit mapped tight, brass knuckles and flashlights. The heaters in the two-seaters with two meters. Senoritas, kiss rings when you meet us. P. Diddy run the city, show no pity. I'm the witty one, French the crook from the brook. Maddie broke the neck of your coat connect. No respect, squeeze off to all y'all diminish. Shootouts for 20 minutes. 
minutes until we finish. Venice to the loop, escape in the coupe, break bread with the kiss. Panero, chic loops, black rob, join the mob. It ain't no replacing him, niggas step up. We just mason them, placing them in funerals. Criminals turn the vows to Brick City. Nobody come off like P. Diddy. Business wise, I play men. Hide money on the island, came in. Y'all just portray men, we spray men. Opposition, competition of a day in the life of the commission. commission. We got the real life. Whoa!